0: Was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And on this episode, we're gonna be talking about how to repurpose your content using AI. What exactly happened in this latest SpaceX launch? You know we gotta talk about it. Okay. How do you stand out as a new brand? When to start a brand and build a community, and is the motto if you can't beat them join them really realistic what's hmm. how are we feeling about this episode
1: it's, i think it's the first time we talk about that last one there if you can't beat them join them that's more of a, a sports model but i'm ready to put this thing to the test from a branding and business standpoint this should be fun
0: Ooh, let's get into this intro two kids from queens cut from a different cloth now joining forces helping you to elevate your personal brand yeah i'm talking about nikki and moose bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset the mentality the behaviors the driving force but more importantly the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most And of course, this episode is powered by Ecamm Live, the number one all in one streaming platform that not only lets you stream on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and all of them, all at once, it allows you to do pre recorded videos, video isolation, audio isolations, transition, new AI features is a whole vibe. And if you go to www com slash ecam That's E C A M M. We're giving you 14 day trial on us. Okay. So go to that website and try it. It doesn't hurt. It's free.
1: Sounds good to me.
0: Moose, how are we feeling?
1: If it's free, it sounds good to me. I don't know. I just thought that it rhymes. Uh, I feel pretty good. Okay. Uh, Bars. They- yeah, you know, early. Uh, no, things are good, man. Um, Ramadan's officially over. Shout out to Yay! everyone who's
0: celebrating.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eid Mubarak to everyone who's celebrating, man. Excited to, uh, you know, just keep building off of it. Another good month in the books. I remember I, I talked about it on the live. I was like, man, yeah. Nikki asked me, like, oh, so how is this? It's, it's all tingly and nice. I was like, no, not this year. And then, sure enough, things picked up and turned around, man. So I'm, I'm super grateful and excited to be uh, I guess back on regular eating schedule somewhat. But yeah, other than that, things are good.
0: Okay, so so can can we talk about the lesson? There's always this enlightening <sighs> lesson we get every year, okay? Yeah. And when I asked before, you were like, nah. But I feel there, there may be something now because I yeah. tuned into something. But, you know, the, <laughs> the listeners hasn't heard it. The listeners yeah, haven't it, heard it.
1: It 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 didn't it didn't dawn on me at the time that we talked about it because it was still I was still in search of it and mm. it, it, there was just so much going on. I mean, you know, we had the baby literally two weeks to the day before we started the month of fast, and so you're you're caring for a newborn and you're going through a pretty intense kind of spiritual journey where you know those not familiar with Ramadan, but this is the time of the year where Muslims fast for twenty nine or thirty days, just depends on the lunar uh, positioning or whatnot, but for us, there's no food or water from sunrise to sunset, literally nothing, no gum, no medicine, nothing goes in your mouth, period, pause, all that good stuff. And I, I just felt like, you know, I just felt like you were going to say something and it just made sense for me to uh, just throw that in there casually and, and keep the rest of the conversation going. But, you know, there are other restrictions that come with that as you drink your water, which is what we don't do during the month of fast. You see, you see how I kept that going there to... <laughs> to recover but nah in all serious man it's uh it's a great month for me because i think every single time what i find out is that you we as humans spend so much time getting caught up in so much distract like so many distractions outside of us and food and drink is just part of it but there's so much more that happens and so when this time of the year comes around literally for an entire month you focus on nothing but the fast your prayer times and fulfilling your obligations, you know, obviously managing your life around that. And so you start to see some spiritual breakthroughs and things that become you come to realize like, oh, I didn't know I was doing that, dang. And so this year for me, I just realized that I have gotten away from one of my core principles, which is, you know, this concept of giving back and helping and, and really be being active and wanting to care for others with, with no agenda. I mean, I've never really had an agenda when I did that. And I feel that my pursuit of success has made me a little bit selfish. Mm. And I get it, for some people it's like, yo, that's, that's a good thing, Like that's what you gotta do. You gotta look out for yourself, you gotta put the mask on you first. And I, that's true, yeah. And I guess to some extent that's true, but I do believe that part of our responsibility here on earth is to also care for other people. So I would say that's probably the biggest realization. It's like, yo, you gotta get back to doing more of that consistently. And then as I walk out, I don't know. I just have this newfound energy to be great in every category now. Like I want to, yes, I want to be great spiritually and physically and mentally and emotionally and financially and business, but I also want to travel and have fun and explore and and do really great work and do some meaningful things. So I don't know. It's the most, I feel well-rounded that I've ever been coming out of a month of Ramadan because I want everything. I'm focused on mastering or, or pushing forth on all those things, not just like, oh, yeah, this year I'm just going to go all in on my business or this year I'm just going to go all in on my health. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming out of this like, why don't we just have it all? Can we just have everything? Dessert, mm. uh, appetizer, uh, main course, all, all of that. Let's let's get everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's get everything.
0: Let's get everything. Let's get the whole Se- not even four course, seven course meal. Let's let have yeah. everything. I'm with it. Yeah. And you talk food, and you know, I'm I'm here for this. I you know, know. I know.
1: <laughs> it's it's such <laughs> a it's such an oxymoron because I'm talking about fasting, but I'm bringing in food. I know. It's it's crazy. I guess I'm still hungry to some extent. It, it,
0: you it, you know it's what is it when <laughs> this is recording? This is like your first normal day.
1: It's my second. My second. It's normal second day. Your second crazy, bro. I I. Typically don't get upset with my mom, ever, because I love her, she's one of the most right. amazing people on the and planet. she's so
0: small and cute. And
1: she's the best, I love her so much, she cooks for us and feeds us so well. But yesterday, she decided to make us fast on a day that we didn't have to fast. I'm like, girl, why couldn't you prep the food a little earlier? You know, we didn't eat, we didn't eat till like seven o'clock. I'm like, this was a normal fasting day, although we didn't have to fast. So, oh, wow. yeah, sorry about that. I was a little scarred from yesterday, but yeah. Um Trauma. just ate a little late yesterday. <laughs>
0: Well, did she forget?
1: (laughs) No. Uh, So like, you know, the second day, so after the last day of Ramadan, there's this Eid celebration. You go to the park or you go to wherever you have your community prayer and then you can start eating regularly. But there should be one main feast of a meal that you have as a family and Mm -hmm. you have it earlier in the day because you could finally eat again. So I was just a little surprised that we waited till seven to have that meal. When we break fast, normally at like 730, 7.45, thirty, seven forty-five, I'm like, that's like another fast. We should have should have had this meal like twelve. We should just have a little brunch fiesta in and celebration can't, you of can't e. eat.
0: You can't eat before the family meal. Well, yeah, I
1: could have, but it just it wasn't convenient. You know, like I, by the time um, I thought about it, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, never
0: mind. All right, sorry but- about my
1: shenanigans. The listeners are like, what? Why are we talking about food? And <laughs> sorry, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry if I just made you hungry and 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 yeah all this craziness oh at the same goodness.
0: time. Um, all right, no, I don't I don't really have that much eventful stuff. This this is your week. Uh, I'm well, chilling. Um, I'm waiting
1: on the the big news though.
0: Which which one? There's I have the, several.
1: I am on, a, on I'm the on a package. I'm waiting on the I'm waiting on the the the, the announcement of the package. Like, oh, I, the, I if that the four leg know. one. Yes. Oh, so
0: let's talk about that because because something happened and Uh. the New York instinct came in and and I had to really sit down. So uh, for those who who, uh, are on this journey with me, we're going to go through a journey of this dog. Okay, so um, I put out that I wanted a French bulldog and then uh, shout out to to my followers. uh, One was like, hey, my nephew does it. I said, cool, right? We talk every single day. Boom, boom, boom. So paid half for the dog, right? Cute dog. I'm not going to show you yet. I'm not even going to describe it yet. So Isaiah, do not put it up. Uh, But paid half, feeling good, making plans, trying to figure out, am I going to go because it's in Houston? And for those Mm -hmm. who don't know, I'm in Virginia Beach. So am I going to go to Houston? Is my man going to come over here? What about content? I'm already thinking about it. Like, what's the storyline? And are we going to do it in Houston and get the, the origin story? Are we going to do it in Virginia Beach and get a beach story, like receive the dog mm. in the beach, right? Uh, viewers and listeners, let me know what you think. Origin story or receive the dog on the beach. You let me know, right? And then what I realize is that when you stress, Two seconds about money, right? Remember tax season came and I was, I expressed a little (laughs) bit how I felt, right? Yeah. So in the week of that, it was taken all out. Here comes uh, a certain situation, uh, an individual that I knew uh, who actually put up a GoFundMe. I helped with that. And then the dog person said, hey, now mind you never met this dog person. Been Mm. talking every single day hey, got in a situation, is there any way that you could pay for the other half? Now, mind you, I'm not going to get this dog for like a month, right? However, I believe that if somebody asks, that takes a lot out of a person to ask for money, right? Mm -hmm. So I felt like, okay, you know what? You may need this more than me. Even though this was a crazy week, Mm. crazy week of like just seeing everything go. So the dog is paid in full and we're just hoping Now, now we're now we're debating of do I really fly over there and get this dog? Mm. Right. Because if I fly my man over here and he doesn't show, it's like, hmm. You feel what I'm saying? It's like you got everything you need. Boom, boom. So I'm just I'm praying and just me being the good person that I am. This is all gonna work out, right?
1: Wow, that's uh, a special person. Hmm.
0: Right. So this wow. is it's backed by a, a credible person. So I'm I'm not feeling too, you know, too ah uh, about this. But just being transparent, and my mom's gonna hear this. She's probably gonna uh, definitely. Lecture me. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, mom don't lecture me. I don't want to hear it. I love you. um, But this is where we're at. And so, you know, even my girl was like, are you worried? And I was like, look, worst case scenario, I put it out on social media. I have favor on me. I'm going to get a dog regardless. Right? Regardless of what happens, I'm going to get a dog. We see. I, I, I feel good about it. I feel good, but that instinct of like, hold on, mm. wait, what are we? Is
1: yeah,
0: ah, I'm not really sh- so. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where we're at in this dog journey. So, uh, come come with us to see if we we actually received this dog, uh, middle of May. Mm.
1: Stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. But in the meantime, um, hmm. just just as a source of accountability okay. uh, for all our listeners, yes. In the state of Houston, is it a Houston, Texas? You Houston, said? yes. Okay. So for all our listeners who are in Houston, Texas, just just shoot us a DM. You know what I'm saying? Just be like, hey, um, I'm around. You know, just just in case. <laughs> just in case we need a rally or something, we just we want to make sure our people are with us. Yeah, so uh, that's a good accountability pledge. No man, yeah. he, I, I I believe you're you're a good person. You always do good, and and I know what this dog means to you. So I I can't imagine God not delivering in that category. So yeah, we we gonna that's we gonna That's, how, that's how I'm
0: feeling. That's how I'm yeah, feeling. Gonna,
1: so I mean, it's a stretch. What you did was was definitely, I know, I know, uh-huh, but I know it's, you know. Okay. Could I know. You, could you could you have done a quarter? Like could you done another quarter of the final half? Listen, listen.
0: <laughs> it's too late. I, I didn't about even it now. I didn't yeah I didn't teasing. even negotiate. I just. I was like, you know what? It, it. I know how much it takes out of me. Now, mind you, other people mm-hmm. may be like, I have no problem asking people for money. Like, the people that are around me struggle with asking. You mm-hmm. feel me? So, I'm just placing that upon everybody, and you know, just hope it doesn't bite me. That's 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 how we look at things. It's gonna work out. I'm not. I'm. If we gauge this from like a 100 percent. I'm let's say I'm 90% not worried about it.
1: Hmm. Okay, it's not bad. Yeah. I was hoping you say 98, but you know, we we'll take 90. No,
0: 90. You know, you got to have the 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. realistic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, realistic like That's it true. could But 10% is That's not bad.
1: It's not bad. Yeah, it's not
0: I bad. I put 10% for uh for whatever you purchase. That thing is pennies. Mm-hmm. I hate when they do that. It's true. Give you 10% off. Get the, get out of here.
1: Mm, this shit Keep was that. cursed. I love it. We should get into this episode. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Get the." I mean, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I, I'll pass on you ten percent. <laughs> let's get into this uh, episode. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Let's go. Hilarious.
0: All right, let's, <laughs>
1: It's gonna be good. Let's y'all. start
0: with the what's popping section. Of course, this segment is sponsored by Deeper Than the Brand, the number one content branding community that shows you how to confidently and authentically build a brand, grow a social media presence and build digital wealth. Go to deeper than Now, AI has been trending uh, for a couple of months. Now, we've been talking about it. And of course, when we are talking about AI and content, we have to talk about repurposing. So I know I'm extremely big on repurposing content and making it last longer than those, you know, one minute that we posted it or that day that we posted it. Right. So as I'm digging through these AI tools and what can really help us in our content workflow, I found two, two tools that will help us repurpose our content that is super mind blowing, right? The very first one that I want to talk about is cast, uh, cast magic right now. With cast magic, it is going towards podcasts, but you load up any audio and any YouTube video, and it gives you the transcriptions, show notes, summaries, social content, I mean, to a whole different level. From everything from separating the speakers, if you have multiple speakers, but when I'm talking about what this AI content could really do, it gives you about 10 different titles for your content. It gives you the keywords for it. It gives an introduction if you need to redo it. It gives you timestamps. Every question, not every question, but majority of the questions that you've asked in that, or somebody asked you, It'll type it out with the actual answers. It'll come up with key topics and bullet points. It'll find clips for you and give you the timestamps and the hooks for it. Real script, LinkedIn post, newsletter, tweet thread. I mean, this literally gives you everything. And if you think that's not enough, then you have the magic chat where you literally can ask it. Hey, you know what? write me a blog from this, this episode, right? And it'll literally write you whatever you want. Or if you have a question about it, what's really cool about this particular one is that it's not just for podcasts, it's anything, it's anything that you want to do. So that's cast magic. The second one that I want to talk about is Opus clip. Now Opus clip is for video only. Opus Clip is where you will take your YouTube video, and within May, you're going to be allowed to do uh, from videos from your actual hard drive or your phone. But you take your YouTube clip, uh, YouTube video, put the link in, and with one clip, one clip, one click, it will create some of the most trending content that you'll ever see. And what's really great about this one, from let's say you do an hour long video on YouTube, it creates about 15 clips. And this is for free people. This is absolutely for free. So it gives you a score of, you know, how well it could possibly do why it picked it, it has the trending uh, captions, and everything that you would need and will allow you to edit it and download it. And this one is particularly for free. So Opus Clips will allow you to repurpose your video. Cast Magic will allow you to repurpose your audios and YouTube clips and do amazing things. So we're going to drop both links in the show notes and the description. But when we're talking about repurposing our content, we have to figure out these tools that are going to give us every single thing in one place and for me this is why i really wanted to show cast magic because we're searching for titles we're searching for tweets we're searching for different articles and and everything like that and when i saw this tool i was like oh no we got to talk about it on the podcast because this is what's going to allow these two tools is going to allow us to take content that we created once and it can last us months long. So that is how to repurpose your content with AI. Wow,
1: That's incredible. That's really freaking cool. And for those of you who are listening to this, make sure you check out the YouTube video as well, because Nyx was actually doing a screen share there of some of those platforms. So make sure to check those out as well. Um, As we turn the page and head over into the business world, I wanted to talk about SpaceX and their most recent launch, uh, the Starship rocket. Now, I believe this is going to be, and I looked at it from almost a lesson on how personal brand meets mainstream media. Now, for those not familiar with the Starship rocket, this is a fully reusable spacecraft uh, Spacecraft designed by SpaceX for missions to the moon, Mars, and beyond. All right, this is Elon Musk's main dream or one of his primary dreams in bringing people to outer space and making that journey, uh, relatively normal. So it's going to be the largest rocket or star, star, uh, spaceship ever built, but super cool. Right now, here's what happened. They, at the time that you're listening to this they uh, were scheduled to launch last week, early in the week, they rescheduled and ended up launching on April 20th successfully. Now, I was kind of intrigued by this, so I started to look into it a little bit more because I know there's a lot of meaning to it. When you talk about allowing 100 people to have access to get to space, right, regularly, that's going to change the dynamic for business. I mean, this may even change the way we travel for good in the near future. And the near future now, five to 10 years, that's pretty frequent, right? You're not talking about a lifetime of being able to experience what it is you know, some some of the, the things that I heard about this is that you can now travel from New York to Japan in a matter of a couple of hours where it would normally take you an entire day. So hmm. it's going to be absolutely revolutionary. Now, here's what I found interesting. When I look at news outlets, one of the main headlines read, spaceship explodes midair. Then I went on to and this shows you the power of personal brand. Mm -hmm. I went to a podcast that we favor, the All In Podcast, and Mm -hmm. I was listening to their podcast, and they had on some of the board members and people much more closer to the project, uh, Antonio Garcia's and Gavin Baker, and they were saying that this is actually a major success for them. Although, yes, indeed, the spaceship uh, actually exploded about a minute and 20 seconds into the mission, but it showed them that they can get into basically full capacity, and that is enough to make the mission a success down the line. Mm. And it showed literally the two perspectives of when you allow other people, or in this case, mainstream media, to tell the story of what happened within your brand or your business, they can flip it and switch it any which way because I've said this many times, their main priority is to get readers and people to pay attention to what they're putting out. They're not necessarily saying, Oh, I must tell the truth of what is happening within your brand or your business. When you have a personal brand, you get to control the narrative a lot more. So they go on the podcast and they tell you about what is actually happening, happening and how this makes it a lot more possible now that this mission happened the way it was granted only a minute and 20 seconds so it just blew my mind that for some people the world they can look at what you're doing as a failure but for you because you're so much closer to the day-to-day of what's actually happening within your operation the failure in their eyes can still be a significant success for you and so i had to share that here like man listen those of you listening working on a brand working on a business make sure you own your sound own your voice personal brands or personal brands are very very important And uh, just because it's a failure to the masses doesn't mean it's not a success in your
0: books. Mm, Okay. final words. All right, good night, people. Early, (laughs) early. (laughs) He's coming in hot, people. All right. So, you know, uh, two weeks in a row we haven't had this, but this week we have a new creator of the week. And this one, I promise you, if you are on Instagram or TikTok, you've probably heard this man's voice. Okay? Probably heard this man's voice on something motivational and he is all over and he just dropped a album which is actually really crazy. It's like his best of like Instagram uh clips. It's so dope right and who i'm talking about is george white the speaker okay and and if you don't know like nikki i don't know who you're talking about just just listen
1: i see you i see you because you've been working on yourself and perfecting your craft and that's why they don't want to stand toe to toe with you. That's why they don't want to stand toe to toe with you. Talk that toe George, because you really lived the big dog life. Mm-hmm. You really lived the big dog life and your hustle reminds them of everything they wish they could be. <clears throat> talk heavy George. Your hustle reminds them of everything they wish they could be. So if they want it, mm-hmm. if they want it, then tell them come take it. Tell them come take it because nothing come easy. You're a big
0: dog, turn them up George. Woo! Turn them up. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. And so one of the main reasons why I love George is because it's nothing fancy. It's him in front of a camera with a mic with all his energy. That's it. He'll be intentional with putting certain music that goes underneath his voice. But if you were to go to his social media, Right now, it is pretty much the same. Now, he came out with an album, so, so there's some new visuals. We see a little bit more of him. It's kind of it's kind of a vibe, actually. Mm-hmm. But majority of his content comes from him just being in front of the camera with the mic with and, and saying staple things like, Talk That Talk, George, and Yeah, That's Real, like having signature sayings. So shout out to George. Go check out his social media. It's a whole vibe and trying to get him on the podcast. So uh, Mm. y'all better tag him. Tell him, yeah, you need to be on Nikki and Moose because we need to break down how he is the voice of social media right now when it comes to uh, anything motivational. So uh, go support my man. Go check him out. But definitely uh, go tag him because uh, we coming for you. Have you seen him? This
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have. Oh, I have. I've yay! seen his stuff all night. <laughs> We yeah. have one. Yeah, not doing yeah, my no, job. I've wait.
0: Seen. I'm supposed to yeah. educate you. Supposed I'm to do, surprise I'm me,
1: but yeah, that's okay. It works. It works. I've I've no I've seen stuff. I, the stuff. The ad libs, believe it or not, they like they they add some some intensity to it. You know, I like I like the ad
0: libs in there. That's cool. Yeah, no, he's he's super, super dope. But let's get into the blueprint. Okay, and this week we are going to be talking about one of the co-founders of the most iconic streetwear that is out right now and that's been out since 2003. And I'm talking about the Hundreds and the co-founder Bobby Hundreds, okay? Now, one of the things that really intrigues me about Bobby is one his authenticity but his storytelling his collaborations we're going to get really into it but when we're talking about the blueprint and we're talking about okay here's another streetwear here's another fashion uh you know fashion brand here's another shirt like how do we truly stand out in such a saturated market and so He did an interview with Complex before, ironically called The Blueprint, right? And he talked about how he intentionally tried to stand out with his brand.
2: When we would go into these shops and pitch our brand and they would say something like, what makes you guys different? There's a thousand of these t-shirt brands every day that walk in here. And I'm like, there are just a million of those t-shirt brands. We're not a t-shirt brand. This isn't t-shirts. This is stories, this is content and culture and community. This is relationships. The t-shirt is just merch.
0: So I wanted us to go over, how do we truly stand out as a brand based off, you know, the Bobby Hundreds kind of format with like he said, community, storytelling, you know, um, innovation, collaboration, Like these are some of the things that will make it's not just, hey, cool designs, right? It's not just the front face value of what that particular market is. It's really what you're building as a deeper connection. So Moose, I wanted your take on, you know, not only what Bobby said, but as we've been going over some of the brands, what are some of the key elements of standing out? in, you know, in this day and age.
1: Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, we, we've we seen time and time again that it's not so much the product that people are interested in buying. It's the story behind the product that adds a layer of meaning or a sense of almost connection to you as the buyer or the community member who's interacting with it that makes you want to go and really all out and support for that. You know, I, I think one of the first times that I've really seen it and started to take notice of it is, of course, working with you and seeing how you interacted with Nipsey's brand and Marathon Clothing. And when you, it makes you pay attention that, wait a second, there really are raving fans out there that connect with what you're doing, who you are, what you're a part of, what you stand for, what you represent and those become the core ingredients that drive the traffic or drive their desire to interact with your products it's not the love for the product that then starts that right so even you know because we talked about SpaceX when we look at what Elon Musk did he started yes at first with PayPal and all of this but when he started to go into you know the space that he's in now even with Tesla first car he designed wasn't an affordable car it was a super exotic like sports car, a very expensive one, very one that not many people can afford. And then because he separated himself so much and was super attractive in the eyes of the, you, you know, the, 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 the world really, as he comes out with more affordable cars, you're looking at it and saying, oh, because this thing is on sale now, I associated with you with that. Because it's on sale now, I want to be a part of that. So mm-hmm. I have to start by saying, you know, just to answer your question directly, the story, What story is one of the most important ingredients? How do you communicate who you are, your values, what you represent and what you want to really maybe the mission that you're driving? How are you communicating that to your prospective audience or customer first before introducing them to the product that fulfills that mission? And so now, you know, to his point about going to retailers and saying this is not just the T-shirt. Here's all of the things that go behind it. You begin to look at that same very t-shirt that you were just staring at minutes ago you begin to look at it differently because you understand that there's an entire experience and a whole message wrapped in there
0: yeah and i think with any of of our brands and just talking in general not like me and moose's brain like just in general um we always have to think about the deeper meaning because we're trying to connect with people right one of the, one of the main mottos that bobby hundreds has is people over product right so as you're hearing that clip and you're going here also in the the next clip where it's not solely about and we've heard in other episodes you know the best product the best service the best you know um this or that like this particular quality and fabric and it's it's really about how do we best create an experience for the people? How can we tell their stories? How can we include uh, everybody that looks like us? How do we include everybody that's part of the community, everybody that's part of the neighborhood that down the line is going to represent all different types of neighborhoods worldwide? You know, So in- inclusivity, uh, community, experiences, Events? How can we uh, take our product and collaborate with other people who are doing amazing things? It is those types of factors that is going to make us stand out. If we intentionally think about the people first and how do we highlight them, then this is something that the people is going to champion. Like the the term people's champ didn't come from anywhere. Like we love the underdogs. We love those people who truly represent us. So will it necessarily take off in the very beginning? We don't know. But if we, if in his sense, if I take the hearts of the people, this is going to last long. And we have seen it from, uh, 2003 to now now that's not saying i doing it in that format there's not going to be some ups and downs especially in his market with with clothing it could be in or it could be out maybe I don't like that particular design that collaboration actually clashed with some of your values I'm out of here yo this is fire and you know as you start at a certain time frame you know, your audience gets older, you get a younger audience, maybe the older audience is like, this is played out. Now the younger audience is like, nah, I love this. So there's going to be a lot of ups and downs, but I think the core of one of the, the, the main things of standing out is, are we bringing, are we being community driven? Mm. That's one of those, those key factors that I've I've noticed that is a theme to start paying attention to because if we get the hearts of the people, we get their, 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 their money easy. We get their loyalty. We get everything that we may need in order to, to last. But, and I'm not only talking from like a, a monetizing standpoint. I mean, how do we also give back? Cause he's big on, you know, uh, Social causes as well, and so em, embodying that community-driven uh, theme is more than just saying, "Hey, let me build a community." You know, let me let me put it on a Discord. Let me let me mm. create a Facebook group, and if, the when you purchase this, you go in there, and that's all there it is. No, are we creating events? Are we creating Particular themes for that category of people. Are we truly telling the stories of our of our community and not just neighborhood, like those people who are our target audience? So I think um, loving the 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 thought of people over product because when you look at longevity and you you we still talking about the hundreds. That I mean, we got to pay attention.
1: No, one hundred percent. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 20 years in that space is not easy at all. Mm. That's, that's, that's a, that's a big accomplishment.
0: Oh, now when we're talking about uh, like, when, when did he feel like he needed to build the brand? Right. I, I think the origin stories of, of those of like, why do people start? Like what made you, yeah. What made you want to do the hundreds? What made you, Why particular clothing? Why merch? So uh, he was recently on the shop and this is what he said about that.
2: So I'm watching film, listening to music and nobody's speaking my language. And then it came to a point where I was like, man, I, I just feel left out. I don't have my own community, but if I build a brand, I can create my own world. And so that's what I champion when I talk about entrepreneurialism and I'm inspiring young people to build brands or start off their careers. I'm like, if you don't see a place for yourself in the world, make one. And then you can create a home for others to be welcome, to be included in. And it becomes a really beautiful, remarkable experience for everybody.
0: He makes everything sound so like
1: simple.
0: Right. Right. Easy. You don't see it. Build it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this is great. Don't stress. So, Don't uh, stress. W- w- what's your? <laughs> I love it. What's your take on that,
1: man? I, I love it. I mean, it. it I, lo- I love I love reminders like this because somebody may say, "Well, I I already knew that." Yeah, but are you doing it? It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, well, yeah. Well, first of all,
2: you're not gonna speed <clears throat> past that like you didn't just say what you just said.
1: It, it's it's so it's so incredible to think about when you think about some of the easiest things to do. They're so easy that they're so easy not to do. And that's why they don't get done. You know, it's, it, they're so easy to apply that you just overlook them as, no, it can't possibly be that easy. It's like, no, but those are the fundamentals. The reason why they have become easy or well-known or popular is because they're so fundamental to everything that has been created successfully that people talk about it and share that information everywhere. And so when you hear something like this, if you're really struggling to find a home, or to hear your story being mixed into the culture and feel heard or appreciated or whatever the case may be, maybe that's an indicator that there is a gap in the marketplace that you can fill by simply stepping into that role, right? And, and that's why they're so it's so important for you to embody and fully embrace who you are. Because I mean, think back to, I mean, your episode last week, my episode the week before, like, I listened to the clip that you posted about your sexuality and you know mm-hmm. how I am on the podcast when we're recording I'm here but I'm not here because I'm thinking about what's next and this and that and then I listen to the episode and I'm like at first I'm like oh my god I can't believe she said that and then immediately after I'm saying dang imagine how much courage it takes to say that but also imagine how many people now can see their voices or their stories being represented through you Right. It's it's so powerful. You think back to even my episode where I'm normally trying to run and hide and not be seen. I'm talking about my faith every other week. Like it's what we do for breakfast. It's a normal thing because I've realized that everything good that people enjoy about me or that they appreciate in me, it's a direct correlation or a direct reflection of my spirituality. So how dare I try to hide that? And not give that voice and then allow someone who is going through that journey now and, you know, or going through that opportunity now, going through that moment now to see that, oh, okay, there is a kid out there, Mustafa, who's been through a similar ground, come from a similar space. So. Yeah, I feel like this is probably one of the easiest but most important ones when you talk about why create a brand, yes, create it to give yourself a home, but. I got to say that you got to make the connection that the reason why, if you truly don't see it, it's because it doesn't exist. And that's a gap. Like that isn't a, a business and essential need for why you should create something.
0: Yeah. It's funny that you brought up um, like our episodes because somebody uh, DM me, I'm not going to say the name, but somebody DM me was like, yo, this particular part that you mentioned, right. Completely freed me because I felt the same way joining that community. I felt the same way joining the speak like I didn't feel like I was included or like I can because of these things. And to see your journey makes me uh feel more comfortable in what I'm doing. Right. Mm. And it's it's freeing to hear those things because you know when when we're starting a brand we're going through some of the struggles from a business wise, from a personal wise that we don't know that later down the road is going to be super freeing and like make the people feel like they're home. Right. And though what Bobby said was very simple, like if you don't see it, create it. Right. Like I didn't see anybody who looked or sounded like me. And so I created that and it it really is that simple in right now with social media, with how everything is going with content, with different platforms, you really can start a brand that just totally reflects who you are, your beliefs, your values, your hobbies, your passion, like whatever route that you want to go, right? maybe even your dislikes, you could do a brand about that. Okay. And cause there's other people who like what you like, who dislike what you dislike, who value the same things and just don't necessarily have a voice to, to say that, you know, hence why even from a, from a negative way, why there's a huge community of certain hate situations, right? Because there's other people like, I hate this too. So let's all get together and complain about it all together. Sure. Whatever. Have at it. I honestly can't say that's wrong because the same way we're giving, uh, you know, grace to those people who are creating brands based off their likes, who are we to say you can't do it off of anything else? Right? Mm-hmm. But it's more than just all right i'm starting the brand let me get a. let me get the url let me get the trademark let me get the social media platform and let me just start posting content that's it once again community driven who are we including in this are you an all-inclusive are you there's some people who it's just specifically for there's nothing wrong with either or but as we are planning out our brand, we have to sit down and say, why are we starting this? Who are we starting this for? What is the, what is the values? What is the beliefs? What um what is the true impact that we're trying to give? And sometimes in the beginning, it's a little bit selfish. Mm-hmm. It could be a little bit selfish, but eventually we have to realize that you know what, this is for me and for others. That's it. It's for me and for others. You don't even have to lead with this is for others. This is for me and for others. Great. But when you are seeing a gap, when you are seeing something that's not there, normally nine out of 10 times, there's a need. And so there's a need from a branding standpoint. There's a need from a product standpoint. There's a need from a service standpoint. So fill that need.
1: Hmm. So good. Hey. Can't even
0: You're writing. So, so I was like, oh, yeah. he's coming back. He's coming yeah, no, back I with a vengeance. What's happening? I,
1: I was, no, no, I, I had nothing else to add. I was just taking notes on something, but I'm like, yeah, no, that, that part is important.
0: There it is then. There it is then. So uh, for those who haven't started their brand and been listening to us, uh, when are you gonna start your brand? And what is it gonna be about? Just let us know, comment, wherever you feel like comfortable commenting. But now it's time for this or that. And this is a very uh, interesting convo, very interesting Mm -hmm. convo, especially for the two of us, right? Um, But first and foremost, this or that, is sponsored by Flight Assessment. Okay, discover your. Sh- uh, bleh, I already messed it up. Discover your personal superpower and learn how to use your superpower to become a master communicator, strengthen all your relationships, and develop the self-awareness you need to fulfill uh, to fulfill your highest potential. Go to flightassessment.com now. The theme, and we're going to talk about it, and then I'm going to show the clip, or you listen to the clip. However, you go about this, right? We've heard the motto, if you can't beat them, join them, right? Is that really realistic? Is that like, it sounds great, you know, but is that realistic when we are talking about our brand, our business, our empire, our legacy? If you can't beat them, join them. How does that affect us when we do that? Like, I want I want your take, Moose, on on this, because I believe both of us um have some pride situations, not issues. Not problems. I'm not <laughs> not even in a negative, just situations.
1: That's real, Situation. man, that's real. That's real.
0: Right? Um, that is being worked on day by day right? getting
1: better i must admit yes
0: absolutely so with uh your experience um ups and downs is the motto uh if you can't beat them join them realistic
1: mm. yeah so it's it's realistic absolutely i think you're gonna have to pick your poison though because mm. You have to really seriously self-evaluate before you make this move. Number one, there's a certain level of ownership that you have to take on to say, I can't beat them. You know how many people are in losing battles because they don't want to admit to themselves that, oh shoot, I don't have a chance. Mm. And, I re- and I respect it because part of the mentality of a winner is to feel like you can't be beat. Mm-hmm. But I also know that in business, you sometimes win by cutting your losses. Right. So so you have to think of it as, okay, which person am I? And what is the appropriate season to do that? You get to choose that for yourself. There's really no one that can tell you that. So those are just some of the ingredients that I think about when I, you know, start breaking down that phrase is number one, you got to take ownership of the fact you can't join the team or join whoever them is until you completely accept the fact that okay i don't think i have a chance at really beating them so let me do the smart thing and join them now there is a level of concession that really comes with the simple act of saying hey let's partner right i mean would you say that that is me embracing the fact especially when you two have been at it for a certain amount of time on your own and you're like hey you know what let's partner uh the, are you partnering because it makes sense or are you partnering because you're like, man, I'm, I'm tired of this. I just I just want to hang on for dear life. So let me just go with you because it seems like you got a little bit more energy than I do. <laughs> right. It's like I truly believe that we, we bunch all of this into collaboration. But there are different types of collaboration when you throw that that, uh, you know, that model in there. So I, I that's that's my take, Nick. I, I got I it. I got to admit It's got to depend on the position for
2: real.
0: So it aligns, it aligns with the clip, so let me, let me play the clip before I say what I need to say.
2: We have a print shop now, we print our own, all our own clothes, and then at a certain point we realized, um, why don't we just start printing for all of our competitors too? So we print for a ton of brands that you may or may not know of, um, but they're the coolest brands in streetwear, and we're doing all their printing. Okay, so why... Why, first of all, why are they coming to us? One, we know how to run a print shop and they know that we're artists and we care. And so they want their stuff, they see that our stuff is of quality so then they want their stuff to look like that too. Okay, that's fine. Um, But why do we do it? I can't beat all of you guys, there's no way. So I have to join you, right? Um, At the, uh, what should I do? I should probably start printing for you, right? So the better you do, the better I'm doing. And also, I can give you a lot of resources and advice. And so our factory has kind of become like a weird school in a way. Mm. So,
0: um, I would say this clip actually opened my eyes a little bit more to it. Now, I've been in a season of Nikki's Outside And I'm collaborating and networking and shaking hands and kissing babies way more than I ever have because I like to be inside, right? Um, And I've gotten to a certain point by being inside and doing it, I wouldn't say by myself, but with limited uh, collaborations, Uh, J. Cole status, okay? Um, So with this... With how he explained it, it's more on a win-win situation. I think sometimes when we think about uh, joining them, in my experiences, there's always someone who gets over a lot more, right? How Bobby Hundreds is looking at it is like, you know what? We have this print shop. Uh, we actually care about the artists and the, the the results that come out of it. But as well as uh, eventually you guys are going to beat me eventually, whether it is the trends or whatever. So I might as well still be on a come up from at least a monetizing way, maybe not in a culture way, maybe not in a trending way. But from a monetizing way, I'm still going to be relevant. Right. And you're going to still deep down, probably still say, hey, you know who helped me? The OG uh, Bobby helped me with my brand. Boom, boom, boom. And it's not necessarily so much of a competition. It's more of a, yo, this is a resource now. And now the the legacy lasts longer through each of these different competitors, because a part of you is now being spread in their, in their brands. So you think about it from like, okay, I master something. I do it extremely well, more, better than anybody out there. And then when I see more people talk about it or more people do this particular thing, What is a certain service or platform that can be created that not necessarily the whole, like, you have my whole brand thing, but there is a part, a a, a little thing that I do that is a bit unique that not everybody has hands on, like, not everybody has access to. How can we make that into a collaboration? How can and this is just a different way of thinking about it, uh, because when we when I think about collaboration, I'm not even going to say we when I think about collaboration, I think about how does me as a whole collaborate with this person as a whole where I'm I could be like, how does me in this particular part collaborate with them as a whole? And now that's a different way of thinking of this little part can create can continue to keep my name relevant even though the whole whole side of me may not necessarily be out there as much as I I was i think that's genius when you think about it like that that's not i'm not once again i'm not collaborating me my whole brand is collaborating with you with mm. in, in in some instances that's going to be needed but for the, if you can't beat them, join them. If I can't beat them, a part of me is going to join them.
1: Yeah, 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 I think we're we're, we're probably on the same page with this, because I agree with, with the first thing you said that in a lot of ways, this is really almost a relationship building move. Mm-hmm. But let me get with you early and actually support your growth because it secures my future in the event that something goes wrong. Now, I'm not coming to you and we kind of talked about it before you show the clip in a downturn of my business or my career saying, hey, let's partner. Like, well, you wasn't looking to partner with nobody when you were hot. So now that you're desperately looking to partner with everybody, maybe you're not as relevant or as strong or as hot as you once were. So to do that ahead of time and preserve those relationships or build those relationships early on in the career, I think it gives you some tremendous opportunity. But here's also what you gain from that because, and this is why I said, it depends on what position you're in for this model to really work. If you're in a position as the leader to some capacity or you have some level of ownership over a part of the operation, it does make sense to take that mentality because it's really just a friendly way of acquiring new customers. Mm-hmm. You can look at it as, oh, wait, he's partnering with his competitors, or you can say, oh, he's expanding the customer base for his print shop or the leg of his, you know, his print department. Because as you bring on more people who are doing the same thing, well, like you mentioned, you now get to trade best practices. Oh, what are you doing for your brand? Oh, what do you need there? Oh, what design is coming out? Oh, let me see what you got. You mean to tell me you're giving me exclusive access to all of your IPs, all of your design, all the stuff that's coming out. And there isn't some level of leverage from there or, or something to gain. That's pretty unique, right? You also get to improve your own process. So if I own a print shop and I'm only practicing my SOPs or the process that it takes for me to successfully print on the products that I own, I'm limited to how much time on task I have to dedicate. But the minute now that I have Create Digital Wealth and the Mogul brand and the Yankee brand and this green, this other green brand, it's like, oh, okay, I've just 5 x my output to improve my overall mastery of the particular craft and then I can use that skill set to dump it back into my brand. So I'm beating you almost indirectly, but but it's like chestnut checkers. I don't even know what to say about it. Right. So I don't know. Those are some of the things that I'm taking about it that I'm saying, hey, it's really cool. And this is from a business standpoint. You can also look at it from a pure hearted value standpoint and you say, like he like you mentioned, I care so much about the art that I prioritize the survival of the mission than me having a monopoly over the space, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, let me push the fact that streetwear brands need to be authentic, organic streetwear brands, not high fashion uh, masking to be streetwear so that they can be accepted by the culture, right? So it's like, oh, if, if you, if you care about that, then I can see that making sense rather than you want to monopolize the entire space. So I see it a few different ways. I changed the model slightly, though. I said, uh, if you can't beat them, find a the way to profit from them. I don't know, mm. maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a, maybe that's another low piece. Look like we got something to talk about in the after show. I don't know
0: all right um that was the final words good night yeah lee what is the beginning middle end
1: oh man i don't know i just wrote it down i'm like man maybe maybe that's the way he
0: may repeat it again i don't i don't know his final i don't know how you beat these these bars that you've been doing all episode but it's okay it's all right look uh let us know what you think about uh you know if you can't beat them join them do you believe in that what is your way what is your strategy on it please leave it in the comments let us know uh if you're doing the audio leave the review let us know what you think about this particular section or just go on our social media and leave a comment dm us we're, we're reading them so it's all good right um of course every friday every friday uh creator ev okay the intersection between Branding and business uh, drops 6 a.m. every Friday. The audio only. Okay. It's a really good vibe. We talked about target audience, the last creator, have So these are things you're going to need, people. Go check that out. Follow us everywhere. Shout out to our YouTube uh, viewers. That, that subscriber list is going up. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Can't even talk. Appreciate you. Everybody on social media, we appreciate. Um, Ooh, I got an announcement. After show. After show too. Don't forget that. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that's um, important. What's your announcement? Um, so the Nikki and Moose podcast is actually officially accepting uh brand partnerships and sponsorships. So if you are interested in being featured on our wonderful show, um, we're being very selective. We've always been. We've I think we've only worked with one brand ever in our entire history. So anyway, if you're interested in having your brand be uh, featured on the podcast, send us an email at
0: Nikki at deeperthanthebrand.com. It Thank
1: will you very be much.
0: In the show notes.
1: Thank you very much. There yes. it is.
0: Um, but Moose,
1: final words. Man, listen, I don't know if I could beat some of the stuff that I said uh In the rest of this, (laughs) it's like, you got, you got to put that little, that little cushion out there just just in case the fall is too hard, but no, seriously, you know, as I think about this, I, I truly do believe that this episode is for the creative entrepreneur and you deserve to be in an environment that is supportive of your crazy wild dreams. Like there are crazy people out there who also think like you and they think that that is normal. So regardless of what, pack you're a part of right now that makes you feel like you're an alien or you're the weirdo, you deserve to be in an environment where people accept you for who you are. So create it or find it.